Thank you for joining us on Boom It's on the Blockchain. In today's episode, we're going to discuss Bitcoin, the influence of Elon Musk in Bitcoin, and whether Bitcoin is green or is it powered by fossil fuels. Enjoy. All right. Well, thanks very much then, Dave and Shep. So if we look at what we're talking about is, you know, our company uh, Zion Energy, we've created a security token. It's an asset-backed token. It's different from Bitcoin, where Bitcoin's a cryptocurrency, and what we're developing is asset-backed tokens. But you have to understand that if it wasn't for Bitcoin and the influence of Bitcoin and the development of blockchain, then you know we wouldn't be where we are right now. So what happens with Bitcoin will always be influential for the blockchain world going forward. So if we have a quick look at um, what's happening in the market space now. So let me pop this up. Hey, Shep, how's it going? So you, Al? Good. So, so let's have a look at that. So Bitcoin crashed this week. So let's give a bit of background on that. So Bitcoin was at $7,000 back in January 2020 in the middle of COVID, you know. It reached a, a peak point of over $65,000 essentially earlier this month. But uh, in the last week, it crashed and the price went down to uh, $32,000 and then it's made its way back up steadily somewhere around about $37,000, $38,000. It's fluctuating between $37,000 and $39,000 right now. So if you're thinking about what's happened to Bitcoin, and now this is the whole altcoin market. So Ethereum, Dogecoin, and all these other types of coins have gone down as well. Because essentially for people out there, you know, Bitcoin makes up, you know, 50% of the, the cryptocurrency market space right now as these other coins come to fruition. So, you know, so what's actually happened that's created this? Well, a lot, you know, there's multiple reasons people give. It might be a correction in the market space. You know, Bitcoin price went too high. It got overinflated and now it's reduced. Uh, there's also the talk that there was a big blackouts in China, which uh, meant that the cost of mining increased there as well. People need to realize that, uh, you know, a huge, about, uh, a huge amount of the Bitcoin mining happens in China. The reason it happens there are that is because they've got so many coal plants and they've got the cheapest electricity in the world. You know, the, 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 the market in China is, you know, influential in Bitcoin itself because the Chinese government, they've basically come out and said, you know, Bitcoin's not a real currency. They don't want it to be a real currency. There's talks of the Chinese doing their own version of a digital currency. If you think of just a power play in the world right now, you know, if the US dollar is the number one currency and um, the yen is obviously the number two currency in the world and maybe the euro from there. So, you know, within these are the three major currencies across the world. And then suddenly this cryptocurrency that's starting to gain steam. So the last thing the Chinese want to do is to suddenly this Bitcoin moves into number two and it's an independent cryptocurrency. So... So from that perspective, there's no exchanges in China. 
So you, there is no exchange to buy and sell Bitcoin. It's not illegal to hold Bitcoin in China. They just don't have any exchange operating there. But there was a big blackout in the region where all the Bitcoin mining happened. So they think that could have been influential. The, the Chinese government have come out and essentially said that, you know, again, they don't see it as a real currency and don't see a huge future in it. The, the Biden administration came out and said that, you know, anybody acquiring more than $10,000 in Bitcoin potentially they'll have to report every single transaction, which again is going to make it difficult going forward because you don't do that across all other currencies as well. So, you know, this was a potential other reason. And then the other reason that, you know, this could potentially happen is because of Elon Musk. So why is Elon Musk so influential to do with Bitcoin? Well, you know, one of the reasons he bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin and when he purchased the Bitcoin, apparently within a month, when it went in the huge price increase, he made more money off Bitcoin in a month than he made off Tesla the entire year behind, uh, before. So, you know, that was one of the things. And he started to tweet more and more about Bitcoin and uh, where he sees Bitcoin the future of the world. Yeah. So he also made the announcement that anybody could buy a Tesla with a Bitcoin. But earlier, just before the huge drop happened in Bitcoin, he made another announcement because of the CO2 emission problems with Bitcoin, he's having a change of strategy and you can no longer acquire uh, Bitcoin um, or no longer acquire Tesla with Bitcoin. So that in itself spooked the markets as well. So now you've got someone who's essentially the most famous business person in the world that's, you know, from the new generation anyway. You'd have Steve Jobs before, you'd have Bill Gates, and now suddenly you've got Elon Musk, who's there now, you know, at one point uh, early in the year was the richest uh, person in the world. And if he's tweeting about this cryptocurrency, this new asset class, whatever you want to call it, being a major player going forward, then he's got millions of followers. Suddenly you had so many more people out buying Bitcoin. But then he makes these other announcements that, oh, wait a minute, the CO2 emissions from Bitcoin in itself is problematic. I run a, you know, a green energy electric car company. You can no longer buy my cars with Bitcoin. You know, whether that created the, the price to go in the spiral the opposite direction, or maybe it's just a contributory factor of everything we've talked about itself. But the way he is speaking about Bitcoin, he's tweeting about Bitcoin, you know, he's having such a huge influence that, you know, his tweets in Bitcoin make the mainstream news in the same way as uh, President Donald Trump would do a tweet and it would make the news in Fox and CNN. To a lot of the Tesla guys out there, uh, you know, potentially Elon Musk is the new messiah. I like this image that he's got there. And he's holding that little dog. So what's that got to do with anything? Well, it's doggy coin. This is this coin that everyone thought was a bit of a joke. Um, it was out there. It was a copycat from Bitcoin. You know, it was just put out there as, you know, I've created this coin. But then suddenly he, he starts to acquire doggy coin. The price starts going up and he starts tweeting about it. And the price starts to inflate again. So this just goes to show you the power Elon Musk has within the specific market space itself. You know, so if you're thinking about Bitcoin, yeah, he's involved in doing this. He can't completely influence the market space, but any tweet he makes and any acquisition or sale he makes in Bitcoin, you know, is going to affect the price in these early days. 
But with the doggy coin, you know, the stuff that he's doing, can he do it even more, you know? So this in itself is, is key in going forward. So the final slide I was wanting to show here, but this is, this is you know, we are talking about transition and energy. You know, let, let's bring up the banner here right now, Shep, the transition and energy. You know, people out there, oh, I love Bitcoin, it's doing that. But wait a minute, the Bitcoin mining and this cryptocurrency is becoming a real problem with CO2 emissions. For starters, you know, it's all getting, so much of it's now getting mined in China, you know? Why does it get mined there? Because yes. that's the cheapest electricity in the world. Now, what's that electricity coming from? It's for coming from coal plants. So you think this Bitcoin exactly. mining there, and you're a bit, and you're a bit you're, I hold Bitcoin, but I'm green energy. If you hold Bitcoin, then essentially the chances are that it's coal power that's powered the creation of what you hold in your wallet. And now people are thinking, wait a minute, well, I don't really like that. And then Elon Musk now suddenly starts getting negative press on this. So suddenly he comes out and makes this announcement. Well, wait a minute, you know, I'm a green energy company. You know, I've got a company that's basically been flying a spaceship to Mars, you know, to create this new lifestyle for us because we're going to, you know, implode in this country. Uh, and by the way, you know, I'm now influential in Bitcoin and I'm forcing the price up and forcing more people to open wallets and forcing more people to basically get excited and buy Bitcoin for wealth generation. Oh, wait a minute. I'm increasing the CO2 emissions of this. Now, if people actually start to think about it, I was doing some research and we should maybe do some more on this ship because it's super interesting. Okay. Yes. But, but if you start to think about, I read the Bitcoin now creates the same amount of CO2 emissions as Argentina. You wow. Know? It's like Bitcoin creates more CO2 emissions than London on a daily basis. And you're talking a massive city of 10 to 15 million people. We're talking greater London, by the way. You're not just London city centre, Buckingham Palace and all that. You're talking greater London, a mass amount of people, 15 million people. Bitcoin creates more CO2 emissions in it. And that is like, that is amazing. So if you look at it here, it's just like, how can this cryptocurrency be doing that? You know, and Elon Musk now came out and did another tweet saying he's starting to speak to the renewable energy community in terms of can we create enough renewable energy to start Bitcoin mining? And now, if you've got a, a wind energy company, you've got a solar energy company, you know, to me right now is hook up one of these uh, Bitcoin supercomputers and start generating the electricity for free from the sun. Because if you generate that electricity and you're doing that, you're actually powering green Bitcoin. You believe that, Shep? You know? Yes, I do. So it's, it's like, that's what's in itself. And, you know, a, a lot of the mining and now they're talking about is going out to Iran as well. So, you know, the Iranian market space, uh, they reckon it's going to start um, mining about 5% of the world's Bitcoin. And that's from the flaring of natural gas. So you're going to have, you're going to have gas. So the oil and gas sector is going to be generating the electricity for mining Bitcoin as well. So if people start to think about it, you know, we're talking about transition and energy. This We're wanting to move to this carbon neutral world. And we look at this technology of the blockchain and the fractionalization of ownership, you know, the Bitcoin, new digital currencies, this new digital world. But really, this new digital world needs a lot of electricity. 
And as we all go online more and more, and as we want to be hooked up to be faster and faster, we need more electricity. And Bitcoin is just one of these byproducts going forward. So if we don't find ways to create green energy to power the mining of Bitcoin, you know, this could end up splitting it. And Bitcoin, there's no there's no announcements coming out there because I know something like Ethereum. And, you know, we, we could maybe do a, a section on this when we start looking at, you know, Visa, MasterCards. These guys are under pressure to be CO2 friendly. And I wonder what uh, the CO2 transaction, I mean, the CO2 um, footprint is from a Visa transaction compared to Bitcoin mining. You know, we should do a video just on that, Shep. I think we'll do that. Sure. You know? So it's just like, so people start to be aware of what this is, because when we were talking about what we've created, you know, th this world and going forward, everything is interconnected, every yes, single thing is. we do, you know, and it's just like, and if you look at Bitcoin and all these trees and people are looking at it thinking, yes, Bitcoin's green trees. No, no, we're chopping down those trees, you know, all those, you know, how many forests do we have to chop down to make one Bitcoin, you know, we could work exactly. that out as well, Chip. It's like, this is the this is the future, people. This is the absolute future. So it's super exciting, you know. So anyway, I just thought we'd like go on a little bit about this, and then coming back to our project shape. You know, let's just have a quick chat to finish off with that. If you talk about what we're okay. doing, we're doing like asset back tokens. So I think if people think, okay, well, you know, I understand this. There's this technology with a blockchain, you know. So. In order for Bitcoin to be created, it's operating on a blockchain. You know, Ethereum's operating on a blockchain. So all these things are these blockchains. And then what we're doing is we're operating in a blockchain, but we're tokenizing assets. So essentially, if Bitcoin, like a cryptocurrency, is not backed against anything, what we're doing is we're creating a token on token-by-token token basis against energy assets. And this could be a gold mine and the, the gold that it produces. It could be a, an oil field and the oil infrastructure and the oil it produces. And what it does is it allows fractional ownership. So these are asset-backed tokens. They're actually closer in thing to the NFTs, non-fungible tokens, than it is a cryptocurrency itself. But I really think that what we're developing, these types of security tokens, is really something in the middle. You know, it's closer to an NFT it's not like a cryptocurrency for a means of exchange. We're tokenizing these energy assets and we're allowing fractional ownership. And I actually think what we are creating right now is going to be, it'll be, to me, if it works, and it's not just us, there's a lot of companies involved in doing this, but when it starts to work, this is where you're going to see mass adoption from the general public into the technology of blockchain into the technology of tokenization, these asset-backed tokens. You know, we've written a white paper about it with the University of Florida, University of Michigan, Columbia University. They're all co-authors in the paper. You know, they should just drop us a message, get a copy of the paper, start to understand the terminologies and process. But what we've also done is uh, the Energy Tokens uh, website's now live. We're starting to add content to it. And in the library section right now, we're starting to update it with terminology. And we're doing a sort of video library version of Investopedia, but really for the blockchain space and tokenization and transition energy. So in there, you'll get segments of what we're talking about today. 
but you'll also have segments about the renewable energy companies we're focusing on. And then we'll talk more and more about Bitcoin and this new technology. And I think in going forward for the next one, we should really look at like whether Bitcoin is going to be 100% green or not. What do you reckon, Shep? Uh, it's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So thank you for listening to Boom It's on the Blockchain. My name's Alistair Caithness. Have a good day. <laughs>